Hello, hello, and welcome to Pish Posh with Lindsay Wilson, a podcast about prioritizing passion. Each week, we cover topics in the personal development space, including things like money, finance, business, entrepreneurship, mindset, and seriously, whatever else I'm feeling extra passionate about that week. These conversations are meant to encourage you to prioritize your passion. Welcome to the party. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Fish Fosh with Lindsay Wilson. As you can tell, KCB is back and he's already driving me crazy in this episode. In this episode, we are going to be talking about our upcoming trip to Deadwood, South Dakota. And I'm just really excited. And I just, I don't know, I didn't know what to talk about this week. And this, we need to talk about this. So I thought, why not record it? <laughs> Because we need to plan our lives. It is kind of already planned. Do you want to say anything about the trip, the week, a toast, a roast, anything that you've been dying to tell everyone because you haven't been on the pod in a little while? Um, Just anything at all? Anything you want to say. Anything at all. Yeah. All right. So uh, my name's Casey. And I'm very excited for the trip. And as far as toast goes, uh, I was going to say my brother had a child. Oh, yeah. A baby. Yes, a baby baby child <laughs> and, and he's so cute his name is warren smith and he was born on friday last friday and he has red hair ginger hair a ginger baby little ginger baby it's so cute ginger baby <laughs> <laughs> never seen one before i know i'm gonna see him on sunday maybe but yeah i'm really <laughs> excited to see the baby but uh anything else any roasts to share with the, to share with the class no not really just the the, the huge i don't think i have a roast to share in particular i haven't like thought of anyone but um a little toast i have is today we went and got barbecue from a place in town that we really like brimstone um really good barbecue and they have like these crazy nachos with all the meats on them and cheese and sauces and macaroni with all the meats and sauces on them, which is what I get. And it was really good. But we got to like wait while we we got it to go and we sat at the bar and had a drink. And I was it was really nice because every time I get to sit at a bar and it feels normal again, I get really happy because can you even believe that there was times when we couldn't sit at the bar? And there's still places you can't sit at the bar. Actually, there's places we can't even go. But that's besides the point. But that is just, it felt normal, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I was going to actually just say a toast to you for for suggesting brimstone. Okay, do you want to talk about the funny thing that happened? No, oh my God. You can you, take it away. So <laughs> this is one of Casey's favorite places to eat. And he's also not very picky, though. So <laughs> we haven't ate there in like six months. Because every time Casey suggests it, he almost always suggests it for brunch. And I don't love their brunch, to be perfectly honest. But um, and because they don't have the cornbread at brunch. And we go there because the cornbread's really good. But that's besides the point. So <laughs> last <laughs> week, I said, you know what? Let's go to Brimstone. Casey has been wanting to go there for, like I said, like six months. He's been wanting to go. And he's like, 
really you don't want it i'm like no i'm not really in the mood and so if like i'm not in the mood for it casey's not gonna be like oh well we're gonna i ain't gonna push it because it's not it's not super expensive but you know if we're gonna go out to eat and pay to go out to eat or pay to get something picked up like you know you want to be in the mood for it so last week i was finally like okay let's do it it sounds good and we it's one of the days they're open they're only open four days a week and so we drive down there we park and they're supposed to be open and we go and op- like try to open the door and it's locked and we then we go on the facebook page and it's like we'll be closed for cleaning this afternoon and i saw their post for their brunch post that morning and it was like come on down for brunch and i'm like oh let's go later today that sounds good <laughs> didn't read the I whole post like, what the hell <laughs> man i'm like you set me up it was like i tricked <laughs> you <laughs> Freaking pulled the wool over my eyes. I'm like, you know what? Yes, we can go. Let's do it. And then, oh. Just kidding. <laughs> but we went today and it was delicious. It was so good. Like, I honestly think they're getting better. I think so, too. I think their meats are better. And the, I think a lot of people have evolved over the past couple of years with their takeout food. Like, before, you could do takeout, like, mediocre and people are like, oh, it's okay. It's my fault. I order takeout instead of going to sit out. down. Now, I think everyone's kind of like raised the bar on the takeout because everyone does takeout now. And today we got the nachos, which normally come in one of those like uh, like cardboard kind of to-go boxes, you know? They do, they give you a lot of food and it's, you know, nachos, the chips, cheese, meats. Today, it came in this giant, like a metal what metal pan thing like a nine by 13 freaking cooking pan yeah like what you would bring to a full-on potluck like catering style nachos (laughs) and it's like i was just so impressed i opened it up it's full there's they give you so much sour cream and so much guac because sometimes people skimp on the guac and they just they go all out they go on the list if they skimp on the guac it was like the full like it's the same price that it's been for you know the past couple of years we've been going there, but I feel like this was just way better. The nachos, anyways, were just top notch today. High quality. Anyways, well, I liked your uh, bite of mac and cheese that I got too. Well, we have some leftover mac and cheese, Ooh. and yeah, it's really good. So if you guys like all this food talk, we'll probably keep that coming because I always like talking about food. Yeah, we're yeah big food fan. <laughs> okay um yeah i don't have any roasts i don't think i think there was something that made me really mad this week but i don't recall what it was so we'll just keep moving forward i am really excited about this trip we are going to deadwood south dakota and you might be thinking why are you going to deadwood south dakota random place in the end of january what are you doing but we're going on a snowmobiling trip and i'm very excited so we're going we're leaving wednesday night we are flying over and my dad and our friends are driving over with the snowmobiles we're meeting them in billings montana driving the rest of the way to deadwood south dakota we're going to spend like three days there snowmobiling going to a ski resort and then we're going back to Billings, flying back home, and going back to work. So what are you most excited about? What are you nervous about? How are you feeling about all of this, KCB? I'm just excited about skiing and snowmobiling, really. Well done. I mean, obviously. Give us more details. <laughs> um, 
Oh man, I, that, that that just encompasses all of it. I mean, <laughs> You're a little rusty on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know it's been a minute. Um, <laughs> so you haven't skied in a while. I haven't skied in a while. When is the last time we went skiing? I guess we went once last season. This is a new state for me to ski in. That's exciting. That's pretty exciting. It's a new. I, I also had a crazy idea. So do you want to hear it? I what? guess yeah, of course you want to hear it. But so. I saw, I think that we can ski for free in Billings, Montana with our plane tickets that we bought. What? And our flight isn't until 5.30, so we might be able to fit in a couple runs. So we can ski in Montana and in South Dakota? (laughs) Yeah. So here's the thing. When we go on vacations, everyone has a different vibe, a different agenda when they go on vacations there's people who go and they just want to relax there's people who want to like do things all the time and like cross things off their list there's you know all different kinds there's people who want like luxury there's people who want to go like in the wilderness you know there's all kinds of things this is a snowmobile trip but there's a big problem and that is no snow that there's not enough snow (laughs) And so if everyone listened to the podcast today, whatever day you're listening to this, as long as it's before uh, Thursday, uh, the end of <laughs> the last week of January, pray for snow for us. We'll all just do a collective little pray for snow. And then people are probably wondering, well, why are you going if there's not going to be any snow? So I've been watching the webcam and this is how weird I I don't know if this is weird or if this is normal but I'm like literally watching this webcam and there's an area outside of where we're staying where there's like trails and stuff and there's snow there it doesn't look like a ton but it looks like there's enough to go snowmobiling I was watching a live cam and it basically just shows the parking lot and so I'm just watching all these people like unload their trailers and get ready to go snowmobiling (laughs) because I'm a weirdo I love watching little live cams but if you go to the live cam of actual downtown Deadwood which looks like a really fun place. I'm excited about that. Literally no snow there. Like none at all. So, but there's a bunch of casinos and like sports books and all this. I guess that's a big thing to do in Deadwood. There's gambling, snowmobiling in the winter, and it's like Wild West kind of town. I don't really know what else there is to do over there. That's enough for me. But it's kind of funny because I am the kind of person who's always like, okay, we're going to try to do this. We're going to try to hit this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. And we are traveling with people who we don't normally travel with. We're in a a bit of a bigger group than usual. Well, especially than usual. Usually it's just me and Casey. And I'm just like, we're going to do this. And Casey says, okay. (laughs) Casey, you never even like say like, I'd like to do. You never give any suggestions of things you'd like to do. Even when it's places we've gone before and you're like, yeah, you know, I'd like to go there, but, you know, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy. So, does that stress you out at all, going on vacation with other people? Probably not, because you like to have other people tell you what to do. What? Not tell you <laughs> what to much. do, but, you know, kind of give you an agenda, an itinerary. I don't know, as long as it's relaxing. That's That's all I care about. Do you think it's going to be relaxing or do you think we're going to like push too hard? Because snowmobiling is very hard. Well, and from what I've heard, we're going to be going miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. Like, yeah, like Jimmy was like saying 70, how many, 80 miles a day, 70 miles a day. And last time we went, we did 
30 miles and I was 36 and it was exhausting 36 and I was dead at the end of the day but South Dakota is a lot flatter yeah it's a lot less so hopefully it'll be a little easier they said that we're going to go a lot faster than we usually do because like I said it's a lot flatter where we have gone snowmobiling it's kind of crazy how this has kind of taken over our lives (laughs) but I'm in love with it I've only (laughs) gone three times Casey's gone twice. twice And it's amazing. It's just, it makes me so happy. What do you want to say about snowmobiling? It's, <laughs> I, it's you're just not so doing much good fun. This no, it, it, I'm like, we're gonna, this is just going to flow easily. Like we're talking about vacation. We're talking about <laughs> skiing. We're talking about snowmobiling. We love it. Like when we're not recording, you're just like, I just really like this. I like that. But you, we're recording. You're like, no, nope, yeah. I'm timid. It's just awesome. <laughs> no, it's it's just re- so much fun. I mean, I've always been a skier, and like I did backcountry skiing and stuff like that, and it it feels like you're doing that, but it's still freaking hard to do. But it's like less work than like hiking up into the mountains and skiing. And I mean, it's really fun. You're going fast. And, oh, it's the first time I've ever been on anything like motorized, like that kind of stuff. Never ridden dirt bikes or quads or anything like that. So yeah, me neither. And yeah, it, I, I was hooked the first time I went. Yeah, I I was hooked. <laughs> now, like it seems like nothing going twice or three times, but it really is. Like I've already like I want to buy like the clothes that say like it's stickers like I'm a snowmobile girl like that's who I am but I really feel I'm gonna build a trailer and buy some sleds but I'm like I really feel like this is who I was meant to be that's how I (laughs) felt when we went the last time um last year your first time and we drove up and people had their trailers and they had like whether it was like little fire pits outside their trailers or they're just hanging out and like having breakfast or snacks or having a beer before going on the trail or they were coming back, like whatever it was. I was like, you just have that feeling, you know, like, oh, these are my people. And last time we went, like people were so nice. They're talking to each other in the parking lot. And I just haven't had something where I felt like that in a long time. And I do not feel like that at all when I go skiing. I feel like an outsider. (laughs) And I feel like no matter how much I try, I will never be an insider. I think what it is for me, it's like it feels for me how skiing like used to be up at at Hurricane Ridge, where it was just like everyone knew each other. And or like even if they didn't it was just they were really cool to each other and we're like yeah how's it going man like people are growing oysters on the beds or, or on the tailgate it's like communal but it's also yeah. not communal it's and with the with skiing i still enjoy it and i like it the learning curve with snowmobiling seems much much um not what's it's, it's less steep less steep <laughs> i'm just like n- not steep <laughs> um yeah, the learning curve is much easier and it's still so fun. Like, I feel like I'm doing good. I don't feel like I'm terrible at it. And I just, I just want to be good at skiing. And I know they're like not the same thing, but it's just so hard and I get so discouraged. And I'm such a competitive person that every time I'm on the mountain and trying, like, even when I'm doing well for me, I am still like so discouraged because I'm like, I'm never going to be like that good at it and 
with snowmobiling i mean there's people i'll never be like like obviously i'm never gonna be like back like jump like like all that stuff but it doesn't feel the same you're still gonna be able to rip around right it's like it's just a different thing like people can enjoy swimming laps and know that they're not gonna be michael phelps but still feel like you're doing something you're like doing something good that's how i feel with snowmobiling like i can enjoy it and i feel like i'm doing good when i'm on the mountain i'm like i suck i'm always gonna suck this is terrible (laughs) (laughs) you need to change that mindset (laughs) i i try i work really hard on it and it's so hard but the other thing, the views. I've never seen anything so beautiful than when we went snowmobiling. The views, you, and yeah, you. if you've gone skiing before, if you've driven on the mountain, if you've been on vacation in the winter, you know, even if you've gone to like these beautiful places like Lake Tahoe or like, I don't know, Telluride, like these What's the one in Glacier? Like Glade, well, all of Glacier is beautiful, but you know, these beautiful big mountain. That's <laughs> the dumbest name. <laughs> all Straightforward. These, all these beautiful places. Like any resort is not going to be able to be the same as when we're snowmobiling, and there's like no one has touched this snow. No one's no one can see this. Like cross country skiers can't see it. Like regular skiers can't do it because you can't get on a lift. Like they don't go there. It's just it's so beautiful and we're up we're up so high like overlooking like the lake it was insane and the amount of snow that was on the trees i'm sure people see that but it was crazy to me this last time we went there was so much snow on the trees it looked like i've seen pictures of it i've seen like paintings trying to like recreate it i've never seen in real life like that much snow on the trees (laughs) where they're just like it looks like a cartoon yeah everything's just looking bubbly and the, <laughs> the hard part is, like, I want to look and see how beautiful it is. But where we've gone, it's literally in the mountains. And you're on the side of the mountain, like a cliff. And you've got to keep going. And you can't just stop. <laughs> and I want to stop and just look out at the view. But that's just not how it works. <laughs> I'm like, and then on the way down the mountain, then I start looking. And you're still on the edge of a freaking cliff <laughs> and then i get anxious and i'm like we're gonna fall off i gotta just <sighs> then i like start hyperventilating and i get really scared but it's so beautiful and i just want everybody to do it but i don't want everybody to do it because i don't want more people to like be out there but you know messing I mean. up your trails <laughs> <laughs> not like messing up the trails but you know like is just it's special. a good thing to experience and it's then really cool. i know some people don't like when people say that with whether whatever the hobby is whether it's skiing or your favorite band or snowmobiling or like your favorite vacation location like anything like that people are like well you shouldn't be like a gatekeeper you should just want more people to enjoy things you shouldn't want to just keep things to yourself but sometimes i think everyone feels that way like come on just admit it don't be holier than thou like you everyone has something they want to keep to themselves like well, the trails are a finite resource i mean that is true yeah <laughs> you don't tell somebody about your good fishing spot do you want to tell any of the funny stories of snowmobiling oh like uh casey creek yeah oh i'd rather not <laughs> no you go tell it oh shoot well i got this last time we went i got stuck on a tree first (laughs) 
Uh, that, was, that was down across the trail. I got stuck on and a tree. So I was the first person to get stuck. And then immediately after that, after everyone else like made it over the tree, I ended up in a creek. The only spot that did not have snow on it. Is that pretty uh, no, explanatory? You're just not very good at telling stories. No, I'm not. I'm embarrassed about that one. <laughs> so there was a tree down, as Casey said. Everyone kind of, we got up to it and we're like, oh, shoot, this is tough. So. Well, your dad went first and I was right behind him. Oh, so. And then, so inferior. I was the second person. <laughs> I was the second person over and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's the second time I went freaking snowmobiling. So, yeah, I mean, that was fine. <laughs> that part wasn't embarrassing at all. I like, felt embarrassed. Uh, I didn't feel like you should be embarrassed. So everyone kind of gets stuck on this tree. And so my dad and Jimmy, who are like the people who know what they're doing the most, um, like help get the, the sleds over. And then we like turn a corner and Casey was in front of me. We turned a corner. You kind of keep some distance. So you don't really see what other people are doing, really, like unless you're right behind them. So I turned a corner and Casey is there. <laughs> let me preface this by saying the last time we went snowmobiling, it was the end of the season. I think it was like literally the last weekend we could go because all the snow was about to melt. And like the parking lot was all just gravelly. Like even the trails were just like not great, but it was still beautiful. But, you know, it was things were melting. It was spring. The, when we just went, it had snowed more on the past than it has snowed in like 20 years or something it said. It had already it, surpassed last year. <laughs> it was like crazy amounts of snow. Crazy, crazy. And so, like the whole parking lot, no no gravel in sight. There's just snowpack everywhere. The entire trail completely covered in snow. There's nothing. And the, we we turned a corner and I see Casey in this one tiny patch <laughs> of gravel. He's just sitting there and he's like looking up and right next to him is a clear path where there's snow. And that's where our friend Wendy, she's on the snow path. She is just up on the regular trail like a normal person. Casey is like down below her in this <laughs> little gravel spot. And, he, and so then we all stop because Casey stopped and they're just stopped there. And then it's like a 10 foot long gravel spot. But I didn't want to like mess up the snowmobile somehow. I didn't want to just like gun it out of it. I understand your logic, but it was so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious rounding the corner and see you just sitting there. And I'm like, what the heck? There's literally snow all around <laughs> us miles and miles around you found the one spot where it was melting oh because there's a, there's like a creek there <laughs> oh my god it was so hilarious i was like when it happened i'm like no 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 and i just like slipped into that little spot because <laughs> it's like it was pretty narrow that spot so if you didn't hit it right then it would just go Weep. the trails Down we the did creek. this last time were definitely harder than last time yeah. or the first time you went and I felt like I was, I was good. You did good. There, don't you think there was challenging things there? Like there were things, like people. I was scared, but I think other people would be scared as well. Like I wasn't being a wuss. Like it was, there was some scary stuff. Like these steep hills, nowhere to go. Like, but we did it. What level would you say you're on? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what the level was. Well, but how many times did you get stuck? I got stuck once i think no twice how many times did i get stuck probably twice three times 
one time? I think it was three or four. I know I got stuck three times. But I have, the thing is, with skiing, what you told me was that if you fall down, it's good. Like, if you don't wipe out, you're not... You're not trying. You're not trying. You're not shredding hard enough. And it doesn't feel like that to me. It feels like if you fall down... You fail. You fail. With snowmobiling, that's something that has clicked in my head more, is that if you get stuck, that's okay. Getting stuck happens. Like, all these guys, and I wouldn't (laughs) say that they're, like, douchey or, like, frat guys, but they're just, like, I don't know how to describe it. They're just dudes out on their snowmobiles that I've seen on Instagram, and they're, like, hot, got stuck over here, got stuck over here, (laughs) and, like, getting stuck is, like, the cool thing to do, you know? (laughs) You're, like, oh, yeah, I was trying hard, or I was trying to do something cool, and I got stuck, so I got to dig it out, and, you know, it happens, and and there's even a brand I saw, and I was, like, called Stuck Happens, and I was, like, this is just making me feel, like, so much better. There's not something where you are skiing or snowboarding, and it's, like, Falling on your face happens. Like, it's not a brand. <laughs> you know? That, that's like the, the philosophy that I grew up with on skiing. It's yeah. like, if but you don't keep falling, you're not learning. Yeah, but you're also good. I wasn't good always. Yeah. You're pretty good. I used to just tumble down the hill. So. <laughs> end over end. We're staying at a, at a house with, um like I said, my dad, family, friends, you know. And really really close to the house we're staying at is a i call it a ski resort but i feel like that sounds fancier than a small ski area ski area oh yeah it literally says terry peak ski area and we just looked at the and i'm like maybe i'll feel better here it can't be like that big of a mountain like it's south dakota and i don't know it's but so we looked at the what are they called honey (laughs) i sound so bad Chairlifts or the just lifts? lifts? Are they called like trails? Well, there's the trail. Like, what is this called? What's Stewart Slope? A trail. That's trail. A trail. A run. A run. That's the word I was thinking of. Trail, you you should have known. You knew what I was talking about. Trails and lifts. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's trail, but uh, what I'm thinking is the run. Um, and almost all of the tough ones are closed. So I feel bad that you're not going to be able to do like cool things. Oh, I'm going to do cool things. Don't you worry. Because one of my favorite parts when we go skiing is like watching you go down Black Diamond. <laughs> and I just go down the little bunny slope always. <laughs> but this place has like a lot of bunny slopes. Yeah. Which makes me feel better. Like I'll get to do hopefully more than one thing. But I'm kind of stressing myself out because we don't have an itinerary. We don't need an itinerary. I want to know what how other people feel on this. I feel much more comfortable having a little bit of an itinerary on what we're going to do. Like, this day we're going to do this. This day we're going to do that. And now I'm like, are we going to snowmobile every day? Are we going to snowmobile most days? Go skiing one day? What day are we going skiing? We are going to snowcross, which is going to be cool, which is like yeah. a... What would you call Like motocross, but snowmobiles? Yes. Rap, 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 rap. Like a race rap. with like <laughs> professionals. And we just watched a clip of it. And it was kind of funny. They showed a bunch of people standing and they were on like this whole platform or whatever, watching the race. And the announcer was going right over there on that uh, platform. platform is 
you know, most of the who's who of snowmobiling. It's blah, 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 blah. They're saying a bunch of names. And I'm like, the who's who? I don't know any of these people. <laughs> so eventually, like, by this time next year, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, I saw so-and-so. They were doing this. They, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I just think that's so interesting. And it kind of reminds me of how when we were watching Yellowstone, like, you see certain people and like that's a real person like a real important person in whether it's like the rodeo industry or the ranching industry they had some cameos in this last season of people who are actually like real people who are important and where there's a like yellowstone is such a popular show there's so many people who don't know that don't even care about like these cameos or that kind of stuff but it's I think it's just something that has been coming up more and more for me. Like people get so obsessed in their little cultures of whatever it is. And you know what I'm saying? Like some person, can, some person could be like a total star, like this snowmobile star. And then they could be walking around in a Walmart in Port Angeles. Nobody knows who they are. They're walking around at, whatever snow cross people are like oh my gosh hello i don't oh think they're like give me your autograph or anything but yeah. you know they're important people and it kind of reminds me that nobody's really that important well it's like yeah i don't know it's uh and we see like so much in social media and stuff like influencers and it's like you know this person has a million followers but then other people have like 10,000 followers, but they're the best at whatever it is they do. I don't yeah. know. It's just something that keeps coming up in my mind. And I don't really know how to verbally explain it, but it's just something that I keep thinking about. So I don't know if anyone else has been thinking about that. Well, the first thing I thought of when you said that, I was like, well, if like we were back home in Port Angeles and like Wayne Gretzky was in the Walmart. Wayne Gretzky. I don't think anyone would know. Well, not who now. He is. Do you would you be able to recognize Wayne Gretzky? Yes. Right now. Right now. I don't know what Wayne Gretzky looks no, like my right now. God. <laughs> He's the great one. Honey. I honestly, on. I honestly don't know what he looked like in his prime time, and that's <laughs> so, embarrassing. That's the thing. It's like he's like the he's the goat of his sport, which is not like a small sport. And it also kind of reminds me when we went to, ooh, one second. Oofta. It reminds me of when we went to Ocean Shores for that auction that was for um, the Grays Harbor Community Athletics, whatever, youth athletics. And they had people who were football players from UW, WSU, and they came back and they were teaching like a football clinic, but also they were, this is something that's just been very part of my life ever since going to college really um was people in sports and specifically college athletics like it's cool to see these people but at the end of the day they're still just people like whereas if they go to an event like if we're, we'll say like a football coach like a lot of people liked chris peterson coach of uw previously coach of boise state and he would go to these events, people, whoa, oh my gosh, hey, sign my football, sign my shirt. Me, I like, I see him at work. I don't talk, I didn't talk to him. We didn't work together or anything like that. But you see him and you're like, oh, I mean, there he is. Coach Pete. Yeah, like, it's just how it is. <laughs> and like, even more so 
when I was at in college at WSU in like that small town, it's like, yeah, you might see somebody who's the highest paid state employee, you know, just walking across the street. I don't see him when I go to Walmart, but he could be there. He could be at Safeway. He probably has his wife go, but you know, (laughs) like stuff like that. It's just kind of funny. Whereas it just is very situational. And I always like bring a lot of stuff back to like social media stuff, but at the, like, it really does kind of go together. Like we glorify these people sometimes, but everyone's just like people and you got to find your people. Not to say those people need to like worship you like, Oh my God, he's amazing. Like they might do with a football coach, a, you know, a Chris Peterson, a Nick Saban, a, or even like I was talking about these people who are so good at snowmobiling or whatever, but you got to just find like your right people. And I don't feel like I found like my right people yet, but maybe I'm getting there. Do you feel like you found your right people? I feel like, I feel like you have. <laughs> Do you think I'm crazy? My right people? I feel like you have because when you're at work and you're talking to people, everyone just loves you. And yeah, you, I don't know about that. You talk to people from like Canada and down in Oregon and whatever, and they are just like, hey, Casey, what's going on? Here's what's going on in the wood world today. <laughs> that's, that's what happens at work for you. Yeah, pretty much. And you've kind of like found your stride. Yeah. That's, no, uh, I don't know. It feels nice. I like it. Do you feel like you realize that, or do you feel like you don't really realize that until we're like having conversations like this? I realize it, but I mean, I don't really talk to those kind of people very often, like unless I'm running the office. Well, I mean, as we talked about on the podcast, you were in charge for a month, a literal month. <laughs> you were talking to all those people. Yeah. And it was when, when that was going on, I was just like, it always made me happy talking to those guys because it like, felt like we were on the same kind of level. Mm-hmm. And it's like you've told me before, when I talk to, you've told me that when I talk to customers, I'm a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very specific. <laughs> okay, that's not where I thought you were going to go with that. But... but it's like when I say things that like I'd say to customers, just like honest questions. I don't say that you're crazy. I say that you speak to them and what you're saying is going over their head. You need to come at it at a better customer level sometimes. I have a problem with that. But you're saying when you talk to these people, when... you feel like you're at their level. Yeah, it's like we, we speak the same language and it's like I'm understood. I understand them. And it's just that it's really nice. <laughs> I feel like there's all kinds of times when we talk to people, whether it's at work or I don't know, other situations, but it kind of reminds me too with you, like you could be talking to somebody who really knows what they're doing. Like your one friend who literally builds boats and big boats, not little boats. Yeah. And cool, like <laughs> fancy, like cool boats, not like, not that it's just like very Alaskan cool. fishing boats. <laughs> like I, when I say like they build boats and it's like oh they work at a, like a warehouse or something, but that's not what it's like. Like he's like a genius in the boat world. Yeah, he is. And savage. or you talk to these people who are like you're probably like you know 
multi-millionaire like CEO people sometimes like when they're running whatever it is usually it's more operational people you talk to but you could talk to somebody who's a you know a really important person in the business sense too and when I when I work even what what I do what I do now sometimes I talk to people who are really important sometimes I talk to people in my other job who are like really important like big donors or big like in What's coming through to me in this conversation is one of my favorite pieces of advice that I haven't touched on in a while. And it's that confidence is key. It's like you could go up and talk to somebody and have a conversation. And like, if you're confident, whether it's somebody who's like a football coach, a, but like not bothering people or, but like having confidence in yourself, just like have those conversations instead of being like, Oh, I'm not good enough to talk to so-and-so. I'm not <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. They're going to look down on me, but yeah. So that's my favorite piece of advice and it's just <laughs> coming through to me. So I wanted to share it. Yeah, just, it's like, I feel like in my, my situation, I got my feet, I got thrown into the fire into that kind of stuff. And it's like, you either had to be confident or cause it's like the, the first time I was working in the office and had to like buy wood. It's like, I only had a couple days of training on how to even use the software. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, call this person, do this. And it's like sink or swim moment. And yeah, I, I swam, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would have sank, but... Oh, oh I could have sank. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, I'm excited for a trip. That conversation kind of got off the rails, as usual. Yeah, no, that happens. I'm involved. I'm, I still would like a little bit more... I don't know. If anyone feels like me and is like... If I'm going on vacation i'd like to have at least things i want to cross off the list just let me know that i'm not crazy but i i know a lot more people out there are like ucb and like it's called vacation for a reason you're supposed to rest and just go with the flow yeah you're supposed to do what you gotta do if you guys haven't anybody like that feel free to reach out too if you haven't done yet (laughs) tell me i'm crazy (laughs) tell her she's crazy if you haven't noticed yet i uh Kind of like having things to cross off the to-do list. <laughs> I'm not very good at going with the flow, <laughs> but I'm doing my best. Uh, it will be fun. There's, I just don't like the feeling of like missing something that could be really good. You know, like oh, what we missed that awesome place. Like, but at the same time, I feel like that always happens when you get back from a vacation when it's somewhere that you you've never gone before like, we missed this crazy cool restaurant or bar or site to see or i forgot to go look at that or i didn't even know about that so i should just like put that in my mind but if well, you have any suggestions for deadwood south dakota i don't think any of our listeners do but if you do let me know and we have some suggestions already from the people we're going with but you know i don't want to miss anything don't want to miss nothing don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Do you know that song? Yeah, I know that song. Yeah, but that's not how the song went. So yeah, I know. Like... I thought I'd ad-lib there. <laughs> All right. I think we're done for the week. 
I'm glad to have you back on the pod. I think everyone likes it when you're on, even though I, no. <laughs> I had to steamroll you a little bit because no. you were not doing me any favors. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are like, why do you have him on the podcast if he's not even going to talk? But you, I, I literally like, I tee you up. I'm like, put it on. I put the ball on the tee and it's just a swing and a miss <laughs> sometimes. Well, you know. I'm not very good. <laughs> Meh, that's just the way it is. I don't like to, I'm not very good at talking. Well, that's why we do this to get you better. This I is know, actually I'm, I'm working on it. This is actually your speech therapy. This is this is job training for me. <laughs> Nobody actually listens to this. <laughs> Skip over my parts. I'm actually Casey's speech therapist and life coach. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I think we're done. Next time, well. We're going to be in South Dakota next Friday. So we'll either record something early or we may take a week off. We'll see. But in oh, the you're mean, not bringing it with you? Oh, well, I'll bring it with me, but I don't think I'll have time to record and edit in South. We'll see. It could be a very interesting episode. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll it, see. It you might be in for a treat. <laughs> I should just clip that <laughs> and just share that for every episode. It could be. A very interesting episode. We'll see. Okay. Are you done? Never. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Thank you for listening. As always, <laughs> as I always do my call to action at the end. I don't even want to do it. You guys know what to do. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify. Share on social media and tag at PishPoshPod. You can also visit the website, PishPoshPodcast.com. Also, if you love to read or if you're looking for book recommendations, check out my other podcast, (laughs) PishPosh Pages with Lindsay Wilson. And the bookstagram for that account is at Pages. Pretty straightforward, and we'll be back next Friday. I think we'll see. And it might be interesting. Okay, and party on! Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh with Lindsay Wilson. I am so glad you joined us. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Then make sure you're following us on Instagram at Pish Posh Pod. Then, if you want even more, you can join us at patreon.com slash pishposhpod. There are bonus episodes there and journaling prompts for you to use whenever you want. So check all that out. We'll see you next week. Party on.